And now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California. Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Well, thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome back to Ron Real Radio. I am indeed your underfished host, and it is our pleasure to have you here with us tonight. I hope you all got your uh, clocks turned back so you're getting with us on time and everything else like that. Also. Don't worry about the football games or anything else that's on. Turn them on down. By the time we get off the air, it'll be time to watch the football games again and everything like that. (laughs) Hey, we appreciate you all being with us. We've got a dynamite show for you tonight. Let me just go over some of our guests. First of all, starting off live in the Palatial Anglers Arsenal Studios here in La Mesa, Laurie Heath and Rob Tressler is with us. They are the dynamic fishing couple that has just been tearing them up here for the past few weeks on the local boats here in San Diego and up out of uh, uh, Oceanside. And if you open up this week's issue of Western Outdoor News, thank you to Merritt McCray, on the inside cover you'll see a picture of Rob and Lori so you'll know exactly what they look like. You don't have to make any middle images. You'll be able to look at the picture while they're talking with us in the first couple of segments. And then coming on uh, at the end of the uh, the first hour, Michael Morrison, manager from 22nd Street Fort Sports Fishing Landing out of San Pedro. He's going to be with us, going to talk about the vessels that are there at 22nd Street and what's been happening up there with regards to fishing this season. And then the second half of the hour, tournament director Jim Slight will be with us. We've got the Wounded Warriors Tournament coming on up on November the 11th at Lake El Capitan. We're going to talk about that, and then we're also going to talk about the El Cajon for Day and Night Series coming on up for 2018. You're going to want to hear about that. And then John Campbell's going to come aboard for us. The first meeting for the IGFA representatives are going to, is going to be coming up here in just a little bit. John's going to let us know about that. And then he is also going to tell us about the launch of the 2018 Yellowtail Derby. You know, it seemed like last year we started off talking about the Derby in November, and before we knew it, it was over. So time to get the dates down and put some time aside for the 2018 Yellowtail Derby. It'll be here before we know it. And then to end off the show, Captain James Nelson, the fish icon, he'll be with us. We're going to talk about local inshore fishing conditions and and what's happening in our immediate offshore area. So 
Captain James will be with us. Hey, and we're going to talk about, with Captain James, maybe another business that he does. He runs another company called Dude, and we're going to want to find out what Dude is all about. So that's all on tonight's show. But before we get with it, let me say hello, first of all, to our co-host. First of all, this individual, he is the voice of 1-800-BASS-BOAT and a pretty darn good freshwater and saltwater fisherman in his own right. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, how you doing tonight? I'm alive and well, John. Good evening, everybody. I have spent my last couple of days kind of getting ready for the upcoming bass fishing season and upgraded the electronics on my boat and uh, with a couple of new <laughs> new uh, Lawrence units, uh, a 12 and a, and a Touch 9, I moved them around on the console. And unless you're a 16-year-old that's really good with a computer, you need some help. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well, Stan, you have cool. been fishing some of these spots so long, you should know where they are, bro, right now. Why on earth do you ever need electronics? Well, the only reason you do is if you really want to win any money. It really helps. And with the changing of especially some of the lakes that were way down, now they're way up, um, the ones that aren't way, the ones that are way up are easy. The ones that have gone way down, and you're fishing new lakes and new areas, a lot of that stuff. Uh, trying to read the bottom and figure out where the fish move to, and then where they feed, because it changes everything, uh, is quite the ordeal. So you know when you put on these new electronics, you've got to figure out now they've got to be in an Ethernet cable. They have to talk with each other, but you don't want one to to read all the time. You have the transducers have to be different so they don't overlap each other. So when you set it up, you know, they have to talk with each other sometimes and not other times. Then you have to make sure your maps are on for both units. And your down scan, do you want it on both? Do you want it on side scan for both? There's a lot of stuff when you do this. <laughs> it's like you'd have to take a week out there to try and figure out how to do it. But fortunately, we got a new guy, uh, some new guys started a, a business in Agora here, which makes it pretty easy. Um, oh, it's right. actually Auto Sound Place, but they do electronics for boats, and they both have one of the guys is one of the top 50 riggers in the United States. The other one's got probably 10 years on, and he does a lot of our electronics. It took him a couple hours, what would take me three days. So, Well, I, I don't know how we, how'd we ever catch fish. Rob, how do we ever catch fish with a lot like electronics, huh? Well, you know, it's amazing. I could find them with, with a flasher for so many years. <laughs> uh, hey, Stan, before we get on to uh, doing the show, let me introduce to you our other co-host. She is the national sales manager for Iserline, and she represents many other fine products in the industry. She's also one heck of a lady outdoorsman herself, both fishing and hunting, and I know she knows Lori, too, and they'll be able to talk about some of the commonalities when it comes to women in fishing, but it's Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, how you doing tonight, ma'am? I'm doing pretty good. I'm cooking up a storm over here at home and uh, getting my boy ready to go to boot camp. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's going to go to hunt school. Holy mackerel. Now... <laughs> Now there are a couple of other men in there are a couple of men in your life, uh, uh, Wendy. There's four-legged ones. There's two legs. Who are you talking about? This is my four-legged my four-legged buddy, my new bird dog. <laughs> He's going to go to punk camp. <laughs> oh, man, hey, 
Uh, Stan and Wendy, let me introduce to you, first of all, and to our listening audience, uh, our guests that we have. We have them live here in the Angler's Arsenal Studios in beautiful La Mesa. I've asked them to come aboard because in the past two or three weeks, they have been jumping aboard three-quarter-day boats, overnight boats, day-and-a-half boats, uh, half-day boats, and they have just been ripping up the ocean. It's just incredible. We've got uh, Rob Tressler, and we've got Lori Heath with us. Guys, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. And hi, Wendy. Hi. Hi. Gosh, man, you guys make me tired. <laughs> no, yeah, every time I turn around, you guys are pulling fish, so it, it, it looks good. Facebook, every time you turn on Facebook, there's you t- one of you two is pulling on a fish or holding one up. It's great stuff. Oh, uh, guys, hey, and tell us a little bit about, first of all, this passion that you have for fishing. And I guess, Rob, you can start off because, you know, we've known you a lot of time, uh, for a long time from Northern California, freshwater fishing. And then all of a sudden we find you down here. And then we find you teamed up with the beautiful Lori Heath here. And you guys, I, I don't know, I think, I know you like to go fishing, Rob, but with your work over at the blood bank, can't always get away. But that doesn't seem to stop Lori at all. Oh, no, she's perfectly good going with or without me, um, I That's really sure. enjoy it. She's my uh, my wing person, I guess would be the, the appropriate thing to call her. All right. Um, it, it makes it a lot of fun having her on the boat. Regardless of whether we're having a good day fishing or not, um, it's just the idea that I know she's on the boat. Sometimes I'll fish on the front throwing the jig stick, and she would be on the back with her magic hookup baits or her fly line set up, killing it. But it's just knowing her there, and then any time we're in between stops, we'll circle up. We'll share information. Well, I'm doing this, and this seems to be working, or I'm doing that, and that's not working. Okay, well, let's regroup and reset. And as far as this last couple of weeks, it's been insane. And my saying for that is even a blind hog gets lucky and finds an acorn in the woods every once in a while. (laughs) Because make no mistake about it, there's a lot of hard work involved in this, but we've been very lucky. We've been very fortunate to get on boats at the right time. Yeah, Laurie, I I think you guys have been fishing – you know, all uh, uh, all season, and you've had a relative uh, uh, amount of success. But I don't know, the past couple of weeks, it just seemed to start off with you decide to venture out on a day-and-a-half trip on the new Loan. I know Merritt McRae was with you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's really where this this tear started up, where you just started bringing in, it seemed like, tonnage. But tell us about that first trip on the uh, new Loan. Well, we decided to go on the new low end. We had a, actually, we had a onesie trip planned, but um, we found out they weren't going to go for bluefin, and we really want to go for bluefin. Rob has, um, Rob's a very intelligent man, and he does a lot of studying of the water and the temperatures and the chlorophyll, and he says, no, we need to go for bluefin. And so we canceled our trip. We said, keep the $250 deposit. We don't care. We're on a mission. So uh, we decided to sign up for the new Loan, and um, they were a limited load. Uh, they were going to be going no matter what. They only had uh, nine people on there. That's the boat. <laughs> yes, and then but then it filled up. Ah. <laughs> and Merritt showed up, and he's looking, and he's trying to get on the boat. And I said, hey, there's books in there. There's space. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, they said, there's plenty of space. I'll go ahead and, and see if I can get you a, a spot on a bunk. Um, and he just—he wanted to know where he had to check in, and um, he figured that all out. But we got on the boat, and it started off, uh, we're going for bluefin or bust. So it was we were really happy about that. And um, so we went out, and we caught bluefin. 
Well, you know, I know I said, hey, you guys have quite a competition going between you. And Rob goes, nah, they, we're, we're not really having competition. And Lori goes, <laughs> well, you know, that's good because I've got more fish than he's got anyway. And Rob goes, now, wait a minute. That's not true. <laughs> it and is then true. The whole thing started in here. But you guys, I think you, you keep each other going. You feed off each other in this, in this competition. But then you also complement each other by helping each other out and, and making sure that you're going on these trips and you're doing the best you possibly can to bring in fish. And not only that, Lori and Rob, I know you guys are also very generous when it comes to helping out other fishermen that you might see there that might be struggling or something like that to, to, to get with them uh, uh, and uh, show them what to do because I know the crews on the, sh- on the boats that are on are great, but when you, the way they're going out packed right now, they don't necessarily get a chance to spend a lot of personal time with everybody. And when you see that someone's struggling a little bit, you help them out too. Yeah, we do, uh, especially um, Robert with uh, some young – sometimes there's a young kid on there, and they immediately gravitate towards him because they can see that he knows what he's talking about. And he will mentor a kid uh, on a half-day trip. And I'm also a kid the myself, whole day. so I think yeah. they're yeah. <laughs> Well, she's used to taking care <laughs> of you. you uh, That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Lori, how, how do – you know – how are you received when, you know, you're, you've been out, I don't know how many trips you yourself personally have been out this season since May, but it's got to be a few dozen. And you come up to someone and say, hey, you having a little bit of a trouble? This is what you can do or can I, do they go, whoa, hold back, lady, or do you find them normally receptive? No, actually, they're really receptive. Um, I show them different things because also I do uh, surface iron fishing. I just don't do hookup baits, Robert. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Surface iron is my favorite. Um, But, um, yeah, I I share my information, and they actually are very um, receptive to that and and helpful and excited because I guess apparently when I go on there, they think I'm I'm a pro and I'm not. (laughs) Well, you know, wait a minute. I would would beg to differ on that uh, (laughs) a little bit. No, I'm learning like everybody else, but thank you. I've been blessed this year. I've actually had a really good year, uh, and I've just been blessed because of uh, the opportunities I've had and because of Rob giving me that those opportunities also. I have to thank him. I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for him. Well, Wendy, you well, get lady a Lady ch- anglers go, though, there's a lot of ladies that, that fish onesie twosies during the year, but as much as you go and as much as you know, yeah. you know you're in a different, you're in a different arena than than most others. And to say, you know, you're not a pro, I think you're shortchanging yourself a little bit, Lori. Let let me ask you one question here. What is your favorite uh, stick and the reel you use for your surface iron? Um, For my surface iron, I actually, um, I use my uh, Trinidad. It's a Torium. It's got a Torium 16 on my my Phoenix. See, see, I have a Trinidad, which she's been lusting after. (laughs) Oh, I've been grabbing it. She's been like, so my Trinidad, it's been the, she has a Torium 16, and um, actually she. Freudian slip. Yeah, yes. Freudian slip. And she has a, a, a nine-foot jig stick. I think it's a Terramar graphite I bought her a couple of years ago. And got the Phoenix rod on it now. And though. she's got an 11-foot Phoenix now. She actually competed in the uh, long-distance casting tournament uh, at the Fisherman's Landing, and her best cast was uh, nearly 70 yards. Wow. See, now that's what I'm talking about right there. You know, when you can stand up, because 
I guarantee you most of the guys out there that are fishing can't get 70 yards with a surface iron. She's that's smoking. a long run. So, <laughs> well, Rob's an exaggerator, but <laughs> that's why he fishes. 60, 65, I think he, he called it, uh, they called it 65 yards. Well, your, even at that, you know, if you can yeah. pitch it, surface iron are hard to throw one because you don't throw it at the water. You've got to lob it in the air and then control the line and the descent of the jig. And that takes touch, you know, and that's not an easy easy thing to come up with. And unless you've been out there doing a lot of it and then knowing the particular rod and reel that you've got right. and and each bait actually flies differently through the air, too. So Well, Stan, to let you know, um, what happened with me is I was having trouble with my conventionals, um, a lot of backlashing, you know, what people talk about, the nest factor. Um, and Rob had bought me a trank, so, uh, uh, 500, uh, 400 tranks, 500. 500, 500 tranks, and it was like training wheels for me. I used it for a little while, and it helped give me the confidence, and then all of a sudden I just dropped it and stopped using it and went ahead and picked up my other, my conventional, and it was a world of difference because I had the confidence after that. So the training wheels kind of helped me get over that little hump. Really? Hey, guys, we're going to have to take a break right now, but Wendy, when we come back, I... Uh, I want you to, to address the issue too on on how women are perceived, especially on the, you know the uh, the overnights or the one uh, the one and a half day boats or whatever it is, because especially when you try to give someone some help, because I don't think there is anybody on the water that is known better than Wendy Toshari. I mean, you don't <laughs> you don't amazing. mention Wendy's name That's and someone right. goes who? Yeah, they go, oh yeah, we know Wendy, and right. yeah, absolutely. So. I when think perception stops when you watch a woman throw a, a surface iron 70 yards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, right. let's, take, let's take a break. Uh, you're listening to Rod Real Radio on AM 540. we got Rob Tressler with us. Uh, Lori Heath's with us. Stan and Wendy are here, too. We're talking about eh, just fishing in general, especially, though, couples and women in fishing. So stay tuned. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at El Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite favorite tackle store now. 
I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics. McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has the new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag. Quantum Fishing, we are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Stan, Wendy, and I, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio, and we also want to welcome also our special guest here in the anglers arsenal studios in la mesa Lori heath and rob tressler and just to remind you later on in the show michael morrison from 22nd streets coming on up jim slice is going to be with us so will john campbell and jim nelson but you know Lori, uh, we were talking about how women are perceived going out on now on these long-range boats and wendy you've been fighting that for a long time but i don't think there's anyone <laughs> <laughs> that that walks the docks that doesn't know about Wendy or goes I, I is just amazed at your fishing abilities and everything like that. But I'm sure there was a time, Wendy, when uh, uh, you know you found that maybe there was a little resentment towards women on the boats. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? You know, it's really interesting. When I first started in this industry um, almost 20 years ago, I was told I would never make it. And wow. <laughs> and you know what, Wendy? Those people that told you that aren't in the industry anymore. <laughs> Challenge time. There you go. And, and you know, it, it, it's just so amazing how it's changed in the last 20 years. Because before, when I first started getting on the boats, there were maybe one or two ladies on the boat. And now you're seeing at least eight ladies on the boat every time I go. It's really neat because, you know, for the women that um, decide that they want to go out there and try it, a, a lot of them that go on our trips, they actually go out there not knowing anything and come on our ladies' trip. And and it's really neat to see the ladies out there because they're going to be able to teach their kids or their grandkids what they know, and they don't have to wait to go. They can just go. That's how I got started. I had to wait for someone to take me, you know, whether it was on their boat or, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, well, i got to learn how to do this myself. I'm, I don't want to wait. And, and there's, so, no, so, there's nothing what? unfeminine about it anymore. I mean, maybe it was perceived as that. But, Wendy, if, if you look at yourself, you are definitely a bronze goddess. If you look at Lori <laughs> Heath over here, she's an eye popper, too. And, and uh, 
you are uh, two of the most female people I know, yet you like to get out there and mix it. And, and you know, the fish don't know whether it, whether it's a man or a woman on the other Amen, end. Amen there, girl. Oh, wait a minute. You know, they, they know when I'm fishing. They don't show up. <laughs> hey, I tell everybody it's the scent of a woman. <laughs> the scent of a and, woman. And, you know, it's really neat to watch, too, because a lot of these ladies, they listen to instruction from the cap- captains and the deckhands, and there's no egos involved. And they catch a lot of fish because they're listening to what the captain is saying. And that's why a lot of times they have a lot of good success, or we have a lot of good success, is because we listen. Well, sort of. <laughs> but, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Unless it's but, your boyfriend or your husband that's a captain. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you know if you, yeah, Wendy, if you can find a significant other to go out with, whether it's a male friend or a lady friend or whatever it is, that just adds to the good times and, and adds to the relationships. You know, and, and this sport in fishing, it's a, it's a sport that you can do young and you can do old. When you retire, when you're in a wheelchair, when, when you know, you can't do anything else and play basketball and volleyball and all that, you can still fish. That's right. And yep. so it, it's a great pastime. It's a great future and it, it's just the most exciting sport because a lot of times when you're out in the ocean, yeah, you can target fish, but sometimes you get a surprise and you don't know what's on the other end. I love that. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm not surprised anymore. Maybe in the beginning I was, uh, Wendy. You and uh, Lori uh, Byron have been running trips uh, every season that are for women only, and you're – you get booked up on these things so quickly it isn't even funny. I mean, ladies want to go out and have a good time and learn about it, whether or not their experience level is high or whether or not they're starting off from square one. Well, you know, when Thelma and Louise get together, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Her schedule is out for the seeker for all her trips. So you want to look that up. Oh, man. So, so yeah, so we're, you know, on these ladies' trips, you know, if – you don't have to know. Even though we go for three days, you don't need to know. We call it a, a retreat, really. I mean, we start off with, with mimosas in the morning, as soon as you board, and okay, all I'm these in. gifts. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, we give away rods and reels and tackle, and, I mean, it's unbelievable. And all, the, all of the manufacturers step up to this because, you know, women – are untapped, basically. When you look at the men, they, you know, they, they either like it or they don't. They, they know how to do it. And, and if we involve the women, then both the, the husband and the wife or the boyfriend and the girlfriend and the kids come along. And now it's a family affair, which makes it so much more fun and, and, and a lot of memories. Exactly. Well, you know, also from a tackle standpoint, Wendy, uh, uh, you know, when you talk here to Rob and Lori, they started off at a certain level. And as they became more proficient or started going fishing more, they found out that, hey, what they had didn't exactly meet the need of what they were fishing for. So uh, instead of going, as they said, uh, with a Tranks 500, which is not chopped chicken liver by any stretch of the imagination, but you start going to other reels and two speeds and accurates. And, Lori, you were telling us about... Uh, now you've got a deal going where you're looking at uh, a new Accurate reel. Yeah, I, I use my Accurate 500 um, Boss Fury, and I love it. Um, I'm at, and then I'm going to be looking at a 300, and that's what I'll be using for my casting for my surface irons. I'm going to be switching over to that. 
you, you know, getting away from my spinners. So what, what we're saying Good is idea. that these people also become consumers. And, you know, for guys like myself or Doug or Rick uh, down at H&M or any of the guys, I mean, we look forward to that. And, Wendy, you know that, too, because you're out there selling in the industry. And you know how important it is to have, you know, not only men going out and buying, but also women going out there and supporting that. Oh, definitely, you know. And what I used to tell the guys no, my wa- I have to hide this from my wife. I can't let her know I bought another rod. I can't let her know I bought another reel. Well, just <laughs> explain it to her that, you know, she got a new outfit. She's got to accessorize. She needs a new necklace. She needs yes. a new purse. She needs matching shoes. Well, we need we need a new rod. We need a new reel. We're going to go after Big Bluefin. Oh, wow, you know, I'm going to need a 3X or a 4X. You know, <laughs> and, same thing. And- the old saying goes, I, uh, I hope when I die, uh, my wife doesn't go out and try and sell my fishing gear for what I told her I paid for it. <laughs> the one thing that Rob and I, um, we don't fight about taking the garbage out or any other things. The one thing we fight about is who gets she the best surface iron or jigs. I hide them. I have 400 surface iron jigs, but I only have two or three that swim. <laughs> hide them from her if we're on a hot yellowtail bite and they're boiling up on top because she'll hunt them down and tie them on. I'll say, hey, that's my jig. And she'll look me straight in the eye and say, no, it's not. And proceed to cast Rob, it out there. I have the exact same problem where Merritt goes shopping in, in my tackle room. I love it. <laughs> of course. I heard about that. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, Rob and Lori, I think you two feed on each other because of the fact Absolutely. that when, Rob, when you're hooked up, Rory's, uh, Lori's your number one cheerleader and vice versa. Oh, and, I don't know about that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, Lori, I think you just, uh, it didn't, weren't you just recently, uh, it was probably within the last week, you were up uh, uh, on the ocean side, uh, 95, and you caught the, uh, um, uh, the jackpot fish. Actually, that was the Aztec. That was the Aztec. That was oh, the Aztec. man. A Sorry about that. A fantastic yeah. boat. I'm going to let you guys know. The way they handled the fish, we went out for bluefin, and we found yellowfin, good size, up to 70 pounds. There were 130 uh, pounders we could we could visually see swimming under the boat, but they weren't eating. But it was amazing. We didn't think we were going to get these because the normal size everybody's been getting are the football size. These were good fish. And the way this boat fillets your fish when you catch it, and the way you get it home, it's beautiful. And the boat itself, a phenomenal cook. He's a top chef. Um, every stateroom has TVs in it, so you can watch 10 different movies if you want. And it's just been redone, and it's just really, really a nice boat. We're definitely going to go back on it. And, uh, Rob, what uh, landing is the Aztec running out of? They run out of Seaforth, Seaforth. and uh, they're, right. they're, they are, it's the first time I've been on the boat. It's an excellent boat. It's well run. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, and one of the nice things about the captains and all, so first off, I've never been on a bad boat down here. Yeah, that's true. Um, everybody, the crew and the captains of these all boats around. have all been great. This one, the one thing about this captain, it's a little bit different, is he really is actively communicating in real time with the group on the boat, you know, mm-hmm. trying to give us a heads up. All right, we're going to move. We're going to be there in about 15 minutes. We see a breezer up, and it was phenomenal. The yellowfin we saw, we saw schools of yellowfin foamers that were like a quarter mile wide and these were all nothing under 40 pounds and stuff well over 100 pounds it was insane the poppers were going off the the stick baits were going off we put a yummy flyer out and it was hit within five minutes by wolf packs multiple bluefin were attacking and finally one hooked up yellowfin i mean yes yellowfin um 
And back to uh, the com competitiveness of me and Lori. Full disclosure here, she's been cleaning my clock this year. Okay? <laughs> Literally but you know what, Rob? Out fishing. Me. Rob, when when we're out there and, and I'm fishing with Marriott and, and or Lori's fishing with her husband, Dave, when if we catch a big fish, a nice fish, or whatever fish, it's really nice to see because you guys are right there, you know, first in line saying, at a girl, good job, yeah. oh, and yeah. you guys so are true. so proud of us. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Yep. So true, Wendy. Well it said. It's a, it's a hoot. You know, and as for these crews, you know, the boats that you're talking about and all the boats that are fishing here in the San Diego fleet and even up uh, in uh, Los Angeles and Long Beach, you know, they're, they're competing for entertainment dollars. There's a lot of things to do in Southern California, and these boats have to be on their A game because of the fact you're paying a lot of money to be on there. And you want to get value for the money. And part of it is the personal service that these guys give you. And I've got to tell you, you talk to these skippers. You talk about the, the skipper of the Aztecs. And Stan, you know it well. And Wendy, you do too. We talk to a lot of these skippers. And they're really nice guys. They're gentle guys and everything like that. But they get up in that wheelhouse and they get you start getting on fish. And all of a sudden, they become God. <laughs> the dictator, the tyrant. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're saying, oh, get out there and get that. Do that. Cast on out there. Get a live beta. Stan, I remember yeah. that with Eddie McEwen. The, you know, I knew Eddie McEwen for such a long time before I ever had a chance to go out with him. And you'd see him, you know, you know, he, he'd be up all night. He wouldn't sleep. And he'd be walking around the decks. And he'd be in his socks. And he'd be drinking his cup of coffee. And, you know, he, he was the nicest guy at all. But you got on fish. And if he didn't think you were fishing the way you should be going, man, he was on you like white on rice. Oh, yeah. You know, the, and it's a lot of the old skippers because they were the commanders of the sea, you know, and they and and they kind of held their own out there with amongst the brotherhood of the fishing friends of the fin out there. They would there was a competition that went on between them and it still goes on today, by the way. And the guys that are the running the boats, they all like to be number one. If you want to call it that they like to be successful at what they do. And if you're not making them look good, they're not happy. <laughs> no, <laughs> They want to come home with fish. Yeah, they want it. They want to be successful at what they're doing and their, and uh, their reputations on the line somewhat. So, you know, that, that goes to that. Eddie was hilarious. And if you've ever fished with, you know, I've been fishing, with I don't know how many different skippers out there in the Taft. ocean. Oh, yeah, awesome. same way. <laughs> Chuck, yeah. Chuck, Chuck Taft is one way. Bobby's a whole different guy, you know. And if you're <laughs> if you're used to fishing with the Taft brothers, you'll get a dose of that. By the I way, I fished with both of them this year. <laughs> well, you know, these guys are like uh, uh, conductors in an orchestra. The conductor can play probably every instrument in the music uh, in the orchestra, but he can't play all the instruments to make the music. He has to depend on other people to play really well. And he's out there leading them. And uh, the skippers do the same thing. They want to see you do well. And then they also want to come back with good numbers because, obviously, when the boat numbers are up, that's more people that are inclined to want to go fishing. So it's, it all feeds off of uh, itself. Well, everybody wants to ride with a successful boat. You know, that's really the key out there. These guys want you to catch fish and put numbers on the boat because it makes better, you know, 
advertising for the boat one, and everybody, I mean, all these guys want their boat full. So that that really comes into play. They want you to catch fish. They're going to put you on and do the best job that they can. And then it's your job to put a bait in the water the right way or use the skills, and if you don't have them, listen to the deckhands, and they'll, they'll help. But that's the whole key to this thing. You can go out there and know nothing and still catch fish. Oh, yeah. You know, then, Lori, icing on the cake, uh, you were on the Aztec. You got the jackpot. Now, $180. Yeah, you and Rob have gone out. You've invested a lot of money to be on these trips and to get the gear to get you to where you are. And what did you wind up doing with that jackpot? I gave it to the crew, like always, Rob. (laughs) You always give it to the crew. They work so hard. And we do it with every boat. We we really love the old glory. Um, Junior's great. He gets on when he's on, and he's not, you know, he's the captain. He's up there cheering you on, too, and getting all excited. And so is, like, Rick Slavic on the 095. And all these boats. And what Rob and I do is another part of our competition is jackpot winning and how many we can win personally and give it back. Because it's good karma. So we feel the karma that you, you give back to these crews. And when you come back on the boat, they see this and they know what you did. They treat you first class. Because they know if you win the jackpot again, they're going to be getting it again. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, we've got to take a break right now. Uh, Rob and Lori are going to be with us throughout the show. But uh, coming up next schedule, if we can get a hold of them, uh, is going to be Michael Morrison. He's the manager of 22nd Street Sports Fishing Landing up in San Pedro. We're going to find out what's happening at 22nd Street, but first, these messages. We'll be right back. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can assure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866, so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their products. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. 
Look or ask for the Rock Lease at your local fishing tackle dealer. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Appreciate you listening in with us tonight. Hey, let me introduce to you our first guest. A lot of you from San Diego here, you don't maybe make it up north as much as you can, but there's some tremendous landings up there, and one of them is 22nd Street in San Pedro. And we've got the manager of 22nd Street Sports Fishing with us, Mr. Michael Morrison. Michael, welcome to the show, sir. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. Well, no, thank you for being with us. I know you probably, Michael, you probably know Wendy Toshihara, and Stan you probably don't know, but Stan is uh, 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 a long-range guy from a long back, and then we've got uh, Rob and Lori with us. We're talking about couple sports fishing, and I know they're at 22nd Street with the vessels that you have going out of there. You've got something for everybody up there. Yeah, we uh, definitely promote family and you know, any anyone that wants to come fishing. We have a lot of couples that come out fishing. It's nice to see their kids grow up and go fishing with them as well. Um, and not to mention my, my wife works with me too, so I don't like fishing with her as much anymore because she catches more fish than me, but <laughs> I'm just getting used to it. I can feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. we, we've uh, kind of been discussing that with Wendy and Merritt and then also here with uh, Rob and Lori too, who... Always seem to have a little friendly competition going, though they won't admit it. Uh, I guess they go home and go, well, I think I outdid you this time. And go, well, next time. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about some of the vessels that are that are going out of 22nd Street and what type of trips uh, you're offering and on, and on what, uh, what boat. Well, all right, so we'll just start from the beginning of the list. Uh, we have the Pursuit, which is our most popular boat, our uh, full-day boat. Fish is Catalina Island every day, unless there's something a little offshore around the island or in between the channels and whatnot. They leave at 6 a.m. every day, return at 6 p.m., usually later. But John and uh, Gus over there put on a good good show, good following. Um, and uh, they do have 22 open bunks, 22 to 24 open bunks on the boat um, for people that do want to lay down. So it's a, kind of nice to one of the three-quarter day boats to have somewhere to shack up, you know, okay. after being fishing all day long it's pretty sweet uh they were talking about putting some of kind of a fish hold on that boat this season to make the fish you know well just to get with the times for the most part um they were talking about that pretty closely the last couple weeks now we're getting into boat work time um next boat off the dock is uh it's 10 to 4 right now monday through friday it's the monte carlo uh local fishing's kind of been up and down uh, right now they're fishing for rockfish and they I haven't been out to see it, but I saw some of these big Bonita, I mean, 5 to 10-pound Bonita local. A lot of you guys have been doing this longer than me, so they haven't seen this big Bonita for quite some time, 20-plus years. Uh, they did manage to catch a bluefin about a week ago. Uh, just <laughs> It was a big, big, ginormous school of them. Uh, one of the whale watch boats called them in on it. And we went back looking for them again, and you know how that goes. They were there one day, gone the next, but uh, there's a lot of bait in our area, so... A lot of fin bait, a lot of no seams, a lot of lot of lot of stuff to be had. So if the school finds the finds a way to settle in, definitely will uh, put on a show again. Like to see that local yellowtail bite go off. We had a little bit of that this season, and a little spurt of barracuda and some uh, sand bass as well. Uh, but nothing that we've seen in the past. But overall, I mean, I mean, some people are getting off a half day boat with uh, bags full of fish. 
Then we have the uh, native sun. It's our seven to four. They'll fish in just about anywhere. I mean, we're going all the way up to, uh, you know, Malibu, all the way down to Newport. Get a charter out there looking for those bigger bonita the other day. Um, they just spend a lot of time just bebopping around. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys know the native sun. It used to be the happy man. Um, pretty yes. wide, big old boat. A lot of people are really happy with that. Um, we have the Freedom, which everybody knows that. It's our 10 o'clock overnight boat. They're fishing uh, overnight schedule right now. We kind of change it around and confuse you. The best way to to see what's going on with the Freedom is to check the website at 22ndstreet.com. Uh, just because, you know, if we have to, we'll adapt. We'll go overnight, day and a half, you know, just to make sure we have some range there. Uh, Freedom's starting to see a little bit of squid, which has helped their uh, those big counts that they had last week or the hell end of this week. Um, I'd have to say if people call all the time, they need to go fishing all the time because there was 18 guys on the boat when they had limits of bluefin and close to limits of 25 to 30-pound yellowtail, and all those people got off the, the boat with wobbly knees and shaky arms, and <laughs> they had a, a heck of a trip. Um, as for our smaller overnight fleet, we have the uh, Ultra and the Outrider. They're pretty similar. Uh, they do put some open party trips up, but if you're going to try to get on the Ultra or the Outrider, I would definitely call the, the numbers on their website. I don't have them off the top of my head, but I'd go through our website to get their contact to book a charter and then pay closely attention to our website to see what open party trips that they have as well. And then we have a few other just charter boats. Uh, the Tradition, the True Line, um, we have another six-pack boat, the Alexis here. Um, all that's available. Just call one of us at the shop, 310-832-8304. And any one of us know just about everything that's going on down there. we got my guys tuned up pretty good. You know, uh, uh, Michael, uh, being at, here in uh, San Diego, I, I have mm-hmm. to say, uh, when talking to you earlier and then looking at some of the literature that you sent to me, I have to tell you, I don't get a chance to go up there that often, but I was amazed by the size of the fleet that you have up there just at 22nd Street. I didn't realize it was so extensive and that you offered the different types of, of services that you offer. It's uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, we we definitely have grown quite a bit. Uh, the fish definitely helped in the customers and retaining the customers. We had sure. uh, our tackle shops grown immensely. We have a whole dive fleet, too. Um, you know, we're real. We're a lot closer to a lot of the islands, uh, a lot closer to the Bay Barge and Outer Harbors for a lot of uh, a lot of our boats. And uh, it's got and a, you guys have good... free parking. Ooh, yes, free, free, yeah, free parking is huge. Yes, it is. Um, it it helps it helps out a lot. Um, I don't know where I don't. I I fish down there once or twice a year now, and here guys in the neck of the woods. And I got to factor that in. I always forget about it. Parking uh, is a little bit of a problem, especially when. Uh, it's rocking and rolling. It's not only, uh, you know, tr- it's trying to find a parking space uh, down there. You, and you guys, uh, Lori and uh, 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 Rob, you probably saw that for tackle days down there. It was probably pretty jammed. Oh, absolutely. We uh, we ended up, we have some tricks, the, tricks up our sleeve from the locals that we know that live down there about secret, quote-unquote, places to park. For yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're and, um, You've got to be creative, yeah. that's for sure. I love it. My guy will spend so much money just to go on fishing trips, but he won't pay $8 to park. I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> well, then, then, Michael, you're the perfect landing uh, uh, for them. Michael, I also like the fact that, you know, 
Uh, coming out of San Diego, we, we see the same stuff all the time, go to the same places. You go out of 22nd Street, though, if you're going to go over to San Clemente Island, you get a chance to fish another part of the island sometimes that it's tougher for us to get to from you know, the San Diego area and then Catalina Island and even fish from there. So get the opportunity to fish some different spots. Well, that, that too, with the, like the Freedom, will do it multiple times. They'll have great fishing at Clemente Island, head their, go head, heading home after a good trip and get called in from the pursuit and say, hey, we got a full sea bass bite going on here. So they'll have their, you know, close to near limits of good yellowtail, rockfish, you name it, fishing at Clemente, and then <laughs> have a good shot at catching some sea bass right there coming home. And it's pretty cool. We're all lined up in one line to do just about anything and fishing right now is, it's blown my mind this year it's just absolutely incredible fishing that's going on you also have a, we- a wednesday special i'm looking at your uh, information here um for a three-quarter yeah the pursuit yep the pursuit as a captain special they are running it uh until it gets super busy again um but it's forty-five dollars, and you have to book online to get that price through the website. Wow, that's great! That's it's really a great deal. deal. Yeah, we were talking to John. Times have changed; go up on the price. But he, he really, really, really values his customers, um, and he, he he does not like taking charters just because he likes keeping the open party people happy. So. Yeah, and especially this, you know, the way this season is gone, we're talking about uh, you know November, but with uh, you know Lori and Rob, we've been talking about going out and just last week uh, catching a 60-pound yellowfin and uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. There's still a lot of yellowtail, and you said the Benita out there. There's still tremendous fishing opportunities out there, yet, you know, as we all know, we don't necessarily run out of fish. We run out of people to go get them. Well, that's where we're currently <laughs> that's right. at. We've ran, we've ran out of fishermen at this point. I mean, the pursuit sat at the dock with, this great weather all week, and there's plenty of fish to be had at the island. Um, fortune bounces up between here and you guys, and uh, they had up to 60-pound yellowfin on the front side of many the other day, and Freedom's on the backside catching bluefin. I mean, it's, it's we're, run, we're running out of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that's that, great that about 22nd Street Landing is that you can go north or you can go south and you can go east and you can go west. I mean, I mean, you guys have, you can go any way, whichever way the fish are, it's actually pretty close to you guys. And you can be, you know, you can, whether it's an overnight trip, you take a nap and go to sleep, and then as soon as you wake up, you're at San Clemente or Catalina. I mean, there's so many options with you guys because of your location. Yeah, it definitely gives us a better ride home, too, for a lot of a lot of the ways yeah. fish. So people are real comfortable. Sign me up. Let me <laughs> yeah, exactly. That has been a rough ride. Yeah, going out yeah. to San Clemente sometimes from San Diego can be a little tedious. Uh, yeah. You know. oh, it's fun. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wear your kidney belt going out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Michael, I also owe you a big thank you because of the fact you were kind enough to send me some trips from some of the vessels going out of 22nd Street. Uh, uh, that was very generous of you. And what we're going to do with those trips is we have a Wounded Warrior event coming up November 12th that we're going to be talking about in the second hour over here. And uh, your the trips that you sent us are going to be donated to the Wounded Warriors so that we're going to make sure that as many of them that can get on the water can get on the water. So... Thank you very much for that donation well, from thank you guys. Uh, 22nd Street. Here, here. Oh, thank, thank you, guys. That's huge. We like to do that. We have a 
We're also, yeah, back on that note, uh, Monte Carlo runs uh, on Wednesday, too. It's a buy one, get one free for any active duty veterans, anyone in the a firefighter, policeman, anyone in the industry. Uh, buy one, get one free. The other person doesn't have to be affiliated. You know, just bring a buddy that wants to go fishing with you. So. Now, That's awesome. Michael, that too. I'm looking at your, uh, your, your card here for uh, 22nd Street, and I'm seeing all the services that you have. They're great, but... One of them I see is a Catalina drop-off, and I've, I've been on boats where I've wanted to drop off people at Catalina Island, but not necessarily for the same reason that you're, you're putting here. What, what is the uh, Catalina drop-off uh, program? You know, there, it's, it's, we do very few of those when we do. It's usually with the Boy Scout or Girl Scouts or something of that nature. Um, they get dropped off at two harbors or um, Banning Point or one of those landings, or Banning Landing over there, one of those landings over there. Um, and they just get dropped off. Some of them like to fish for an hour, so they have something to eat um, or to cook. You know, it's part of their badge All right. um, for the most part. But that's what that's what that is. It's cool. We have a lot of uh, a lot of groups that keep coming back every year, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Usually, needs multiple boats is at this point. Um, but it's pretty cool. They have like a little game system, like Survivor. It's kind of cute. Like age groups, like eight to eleven years old, these little kids running around the dock. It's great. Well, you know, I I I'm not seeing why there shouldn't be a load of people going to Twenty Second Street. Uh, free parking, the specials that you have during the week, the great uh, boats that you have going out, the access to fishing areas that is uh, pretty incredible. Tell us if people want to find out more about Twenty Second Street uh, sports fishing, they want to book a trip find out about the vessels that are involved, maybe uh, talk about charters or anything like that. Give us an idea of how's the best way to do this. Best source is to contact us directly at our uh, at our office, 310-832-8304. we got plenty of people sitting around waiting to talk to you. Uh, the website's got all the prices and whatnot, and if you don't see a boat on the schedule, it means it's available that day. At 22ndstreet.com, it's 22ndstreet.com. And we also blow up the social media quite a bit, so uh, follow us at 22nd Street Landing Sport Fishing on Instagram and Facebook. And all of our boats have their own separate pages as well, so we kind of have this big melting pot of, hey, it's biting, you need to get out here, especially if it's fit in the morning, you need to come out in the afternoon trip. So um, it's a little, it's right to your phone right now, so you don't have to wait for an audio report of some sort from any one of the other entities. And then, needless to say, as as we are getting into the late fall, winter months, it, we're fishing is dying down a little bit. You'll be starting off uh, things like uh, whale watching. Uh, you also offer harbor cruises, field trips, uh, special charters. Uh, of people have uh, uh, special reasons that they need a boat or anything like that. They can get a hold of you and and uh, you know get one of the boats for whatever it is uh, their specific need is. So. A lot of versatility with the, the fleet that you have over there and your proximity, especially to the L.A. area. Yeah, right down the 110 freeway, you just exit on Gaffey, straight shot to 22nd Street, take a left. We're on your right-hand side. You can't really mess it up. It's dark down where we're at. We're at the end of the world. It's nice and quiet and free parking. <laughs> and free parking. Hey, Michael Morrison, manager of 22nd Street, thanks a lot for being with us. And if you will, Let's uh, contact you from time to time, or you contact us when there's something special happening, and we can get a report on what's happening, because 
We used to yeah have a good uh, insight on what was happening when Phil Friedman was with us, and Phil is now in China. So we've kind of lost contact with what's happening up there, and I think you might be the guy to be able to fill that gap for us. And thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, for sure. I can yeah. get you all tuned up on what's going up in the Long Beach shelf out here on the Horseshoe or Catalina. Definitely I'll uh, touch base with you guys as much as I can. All right. Michael Morrison, thanks for being with us. Uh, appreciate thanks. you giving up. Thanks some of your Sunday night to, to talk to our audience. Thanks, thank Mike. You. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hey, guys, that's it for the first hour. Man, it was a fast first hour, but if you think the first hour went by quickly, we still have a lot lined up for you with uh, tournament director Jim Slythe, director of the Yellowtail Derby, John Campbell, and Captain James Nelson. So stay tuned. There's more to come with Stan, Wendy, Rob, and Lori. After these messages, you can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT, to the Tour Mag, to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Attention Rod and Reel Radio listeners. Be sure to check out the Code Group mobile app. You can listen to the Rod and Reel Radio show live along with show archives without internet access. The Code Group app has all kinds of cool features for fishermen including daily Southern California saltwater reports, weather reports, episodes of Inside Sport Fishing, Marine Traffic, and much more. Get the free Code Group mobile app by texting the word REEL, R-E-E-L, to 90407, or enter the words Code Group in the App Store on your smartphone. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career, and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. We've got our special guests in studio, Rob Tressler and Lori Heath. And, and Stan and Wendy, can you believe it? Uh, you know, how blessed we are to be here in Southern California with all the fishing opportunities we have 
just up and down the coast. And, Wendy, you probably know that as well as anybody because you're fishing all the way from Cisco's and the and those places up there out of Ventura all the way down here to San Diego. Yeah, and, you know, Southern California, I think, is the best place to live if you're a fisherman because no matter what, you can always find something to fish for out here in the ocean. Well, it, it seems like no matter what the weather is like, you're, uh, you can catch fish. But, Stan, you were all saying, even though we, you were, we were talking about this during the week, even though maybe our fishing is winding down here in our local waters, you were talking about one of the boats that just whacked them here this uh, past couple of days. I mean, in the last week, uh, well, effective, you know, the end of October, the first of November, the boats, long-range boats, start going down. And the Intrepid always makes a run down on it the first 15 day of the year with the guys from Catchy Tackle. And they went down, and they had a really good trip on the uh, uh down the hurricane bank, which is 946 miles down on a 13 or 14 day trip, and then came back up the line and they reloaded with a group, another group on a, a 10 or 12 day trip, and uh, one of the young guns on the on the um, Intrepid, uh, Captain Sam, uh, took over the trip and he went to Alejos and they had a few Wahoo at Alejos and then decided he'd go to the lower bank. And he got into the fish in the lower bank like we used to, well, when we, in 2005 when we found that big fish down there. That was a blessing for the fleet because you, on a, in a 10-day trip, you go down there and just whack them. And he ended up getting into that big fish. They had eight the first day over 200 pounds. The next day they had four fish over three from 300 and I'm not sure the low one, let's say 10, up to 371. The, the first two hit the deck with a 358 and a 371, and they had five or six more hanging. So by the end of the day, they had four over two, over three. So the first super cows of the year have hit, and they're on the lower banks outside of Mag Bay. So it, it really bodes for a, maybe a huge response on the uh, big fish here for the long-range season. And congratulations to Sam on the Intrepid and the boys out there that have been catching them. Uh, can't wait to hear the stories. Well, you know, Stan, uh, tell us, too, you're referring to super cows and cows. Uh, where, where's the line? Where do you draw the line? To, uh, you know, I, I'd be happy coming home with a, uh, a heifer or a veal. Where's a cow and a super cow uh, lineup? Well, the, when, you get, when you're fishing for large tuna, these big yellowfin, even the bluefin now, um, if you get a fish that's over 200 pounds, they call it a cow. So with, there's an area down there and, and outside of Mag Bay, they call it Cowtown. Affectionately, that was from the uh, 2005, 6, and 7 season. Uh, you go down there and play with that bigger fish because it's been the, the quest of most long-range guys is to get one or two over two. To get a, when you get up to the next level, when you go over three, it's called a super cow. Now, super cows are pretty rare, but as these fish go year to year to year, they gain weight every time they turn around, like what we saw this year with the bluefin off our coast. That stuff went, you know, from small to larger from a 60 to 80. All of a sudden, we got a lot of that 100-pound stuff going, and, and then we saw some of the 200-pounders being caught. Um, and, and 
now, you know, we're, heck, we even had a yellowfin out here 267, 30 miles off the bank, I mean, off the coast. So the stuff that's coming out down below here, if, uh, if you can get a fish over 200, you've got yourself a cow. That's a real prize in, in anybody's book. And if you get one over three, that super cow is a real prize. Uh, I think the world record is 428 uh, for rod and reel. It's them in that realm. They had a 405 for about two weeks, and then somebody beat it. So uh, wow. not this year, by the way. This, these are the first super cows of our season. Now, Rob and Lori, you've been out here enough. Have you gotten... Or hooked up to something that you went, oh man! I think uh, I think to Lori twice. it happened to me twice. Oh really? Tell it. Tell us about the story, Lori. Where? Uh, okay, but I'm a farmer. No, <laughs> well, you're just unprepared. <laughs> yeah, I had my 30 wide, and I was using it. I was on the Top Gun 80, and I had one hit. Um, it hit pretty far out. I, I had a, a large sardine with a size five hook. Um, and I fought it for like five minutes, but lost it. It it pulled. It actually pulled some of the heart, um, the hollow core. That's because you're too strong. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one thing about know. that is you got to loosen that drag. No, That's no, no. Right. The one good thing about that, if you if you hang that big fish and you hang him right with a five odd hook, is what we use most of the time down there for sardine fishing, anyhow. Yeah. But if you hang that fish and it sticks in the corner of their mouth, which normally that that's a regular thing, but on these bluefin, they like to come up and they inhale everything. It goes way down in, and then it's going to cross their teeth. A um, little different bite than that yellowfin. If you happen to get them in the corner, that one, that 30-wide, if you've got a 30-wide two-speed, yeah. that's a great, that's a perfect reel for what you're doing. Yeah, and I you just, cannot pull too hard. Said. I think it's the drag. I had the drag too tight. One, one no, you can't. If it didn't, one, you can't break 200, I mean, the 100-pound test. If you were fishing 100 or 80, what were you fishing? 100-pound test. 100-pound? Yep. You can't break a 100-pound test pulling on it. Yeah, so, no, it chewed through. Uh, the, the, she had a 130-pound fluorocarbon top shot, and I think you're right. It must have swallowed it deep because what it is is it sawed off. Yeah, sure. well, that's, that's bluefin because they'll come up, and they don't just, you know, suck it in and just and then swallow it. They It just goes straight down the gullet, and that's why all these big fish are coming off on these uh, uh, yummy flyers yummy and whatever flyer. else. You know, the, the, you can hook a bunch but catch a few. Uh, that's yeah. kind of how it's been with that big that bigger fish. So if you get them down in the side there and it's inside that gill plate or, or maybe just skin hook them on the inside, uh, it doesn't slide into that corner of their jaw, then you, it's a, you got a good chance that they're going to lose it or that it just slides across their teeth, especially with bluefin because they like to change direction all the time. And every time they change, it goes across that saw and you'll lose your fish. But pulling, you cannot pull too hard if the hook's in the right spot. Right. Now, Lori, you said you've had two opportunities. Yeah. How about the second one? It was just on the Aztec. And Rob had just seen the 130-pound yellowfin go under the boat. And it hit me on the back of the boat. <laughs> but 30 it, wide with 135 pounds, pound leader. And it dove right under the boat, and it went into the prop. Oh. So I lost it. So. It was just, I mean, it was so quick. I didn't even have time now, to. Those are the two that broke your heart. Now, how about the uh, the winners? Uh, what was uh, one of your most memorable fish this year? Um, I was on the Old Glory with Junior, and um, I got a 90-pound bluefin, and I fought that one for, like I think, like 20 minutes, brought it in, and 
It was a good one. It was the biggest I've caught. I haven't got a cow yet. So I want to speak to that about Lori. Oh. She oh. is strong <laughs> as an ox. No, I'm not. When she hooks one of those bluefin or those bigger oh. tuna, she buckles down and puts the wood to the fish. I've seen her, on average, put the fish on the boat as quick or quicker than most of the guys. I mean, she really manages her fish well. I've wa- I'll sit back. I won't say anything. I've been watching her fish. And, you know, a lot of tuna, a lot of bluefin bites on party boats and or, uh, sports fishing. There's a bit of luck involved in getting the bite. You know, you, you happen to have the – there's some preparation, a hot bait, proper setup to get the bite. But once you've got the bite, whether or not you put that fish on the boat, there's some luck involved, but there's also a lot of good fish management, I call it. And Lori is, has progressed – tremendously at working away up and down the boat, through the rods, through the tangles, communicating with people, working with the crew to make sure she gets that fish on the boat. And the whole time she's doing that, she is loaded up on that fish. She is putting the wood to it and not giving ground because it is hard to break 100, 100 Thanks, pound babe. tests. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, before we get too far in the segment, uh, we've been trying to get hold of Jim Slight, tournament director for the Elkhorn Ford tournament series and not able to do it, but... One of the things we want to bring to your attention is this November 12th. It is a Sunday. El Cajon Ford is sponsoring the Wounded Warrior Tournament on Lake El Capitan. Now, here are the uh, details about it. The entry fee is going to be $280. $200 of everyone's entry fee is going to go towards the Wounded Warrior Association. $80 of what you pay is going to go in towards the prize fund. The lake permits will be picked up by Al Cajon Ford, so we want to thank you very much for that. And each participant in the event, thanks to Albertson Supermarket, will get a gift certificate for a free turkey. Now, this is going to be a great event. Also, after the tournament... There's going to be a tremendous raffle, and thanks to East County Bait and Tackle and uh, Diane over at Lakeside Bait and Tackle and Hooks and Angler's Arsenal and Rod and Reel Radio, Western Plastics, there's going to be some great items in the raffle. The proceeds from that raffle will also go towards the Wounded Warrior Tournament. And thanks to James Nelson, and uh, we'll be talking that a little bit, James Nelson has another sideline. He produces electric guitars under the brand name Dude. He is going to be producing a special electric guitar that we're going to be giving away of the uh, at the um, uh, at the uh, uh, the uh, the giveaway at the end of the tournament, and that is also sponsored by Stan, Wendy, and myself here at Rod and Reel Radio. So, guys. We're giving away an electric guitar at this thing. Now, luckily, it's not a set of drums. It's an electric guitar, so parents, don't be worried. So let me tell you, (laughs) that tournament is going to be Sunday. And, you know, as a lot of you know, we're coming up to Veterans Day weekend. It is Sunday at Lake El Capitan. If you need more information about that, you can get a hold of the tournament director, Jim Slythe, at 619-447-447. 0244, or on Facebook, go to uh, SD Teams, or you can email jslythe3 at cox.net, or get a hold of us here at uh, Ron Real Radio, get a hold of me on Facebook or wherever it is. We'll get the information to you. This is an event you're not going to want to miss out, and all the proceeds 
do go to the Wounded Warrior event. And while we're on that, we got one more event. The annual Angler Swap Meet is going to be Saturday, November the 25th at Angler's Arsenal here in La Mesa, California. We're going to have a bunch of guys setting on up. Most of them are fishermen just like you and I that have a, a lot of good stuff, but a lot of them have great stuff. Troy Linder is going to try to make it. He says, John, I, I have so much stuff to sell. I can't even believe it. I want to be down there. It'll be freshwater, saltwater. Sellers are going to be setting up starting at 6 o'clock. Buyers will let you in at 7.30. And we'll have it going until everything's sold or there's no one left here to buy or sell. So that is happening on Small Business Saturday, November the 20th. If you're interested and would like to come as a seller and be part of this event, because it's been a big event every year, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, November the 25th. Get a hold of us here at Angler's Arsenal or go to Angler's Arsenal on Facebook or go to Rod and Reel Radio on Facebook. Send us a note. We'll put aside a site a site for you. We can normally accommodate 25 to 28 vendors here, so it's not a huge group, but i got to tell you, these guys are motivated to sell, and with all the people that come in, we just have ourselves a grand time. So those are the two events I want to bring to your attention. And, guys, Rob and Lori, I, I, I can't believe it, just how often you guys get a chance to go on out. Uh, and not only that, when you go out, you're paying full fare on these things. So it's, uh, it's yep. a great hit, but it's a passion that you like. Rob, I want to just talk a little bit while we've got a couple of minutes here. You work for the San Diego Blood Bank, and I want to tell you, I want you to talk a little bit about the importance of the blood bank and how we as fishermen can support the blood bank, how important that is. John, I really appreciate that. I'm the vice president of laboratories for the uh, San Diego blood bank, and uh, I head up a, a stem cell research group. The, we also have a public cord blood bank as well as the actual blood bank itself that uh, uh, I'm, the, I'm the head of. And... Um, it's, it's a tremendous um, privilege to work there, and, and it's a real need for the community. Every time you donate one unit of blood, we convert that into products that can save three people's lives. So, And blood has a very finite shelf life. Uh, a unit of blood can only be held in storage for about 40 days, and then we have to discard it if we can't distribute to hospitals. And we serve hospitals all across Southern California from all the way from San Diego up into the L.A. Basin. We service about 14 hospitals. And on an emergency basis, we'll service hospitals in other parts of the U.S. for catastrophes. We actually supplied a lot of supplies and assistance to Puerto Rico to their blood banks and hospitals when the hurricanes hit and they were completely shut down. We were also a backup for the tragedy in Las Vegas. Fortunately, the Red Cross covered it there, so we didn't have to step in, but we were queued up and ready and and. We're always uh, on alert for any type of need across the nation and even outside of U.S. borders to help out. Because of that, we always need blood. We always need donors to come in and, and, and donate their blood. And, and we, we can't thank the community of San Diego enough for all of the help that they've given us through the decades. We've been in business for over 50 years. We have 11 centers that we collect from, scattered from San Diego all the way up into Orange County. We also have blood mobiles that go out and do 42 blood drives a week. That's how urgent it always is. Oh, now we're coming wow. a week. Yeah. And we're coming into the holidays right now, 
and it tends to slow down because people want to be with their family. They are, are regular donors are wonderful, but it's time. It's the holiday time, so our blood supplies can start to dwindle a little bit. And tragically, holiday times are also times when we need more blood. So we're in a constant struggle. And by the way, if you come down to the main center where I work and to donate, or even if you don't want to donate, you just want to see what it's about, just say, walk up to the front desk and say, Rob Tresser said he'd give me a tour. I will take you into the back. I'll show you the research labs. We're not just a blood bank anymore. I'm actually participating with my staff on three clinical trials for the treatment of melanoma, prostate cancer, and leukemia in collaboration with a biopharmaceutical company as well as with the University of San Diego Morris Cancer Center. So we actually support clinical cancer trials as well. We also support stem cell therapeutic trials that are going on right now in regenerative medicine. So we're not just a blood bank anymore. And I'd love to share that information with anybody. Come down and visit. We'll show you around. I'll give you some free cookies and orange juice if you donate some blood, too. <laughs> oh, what about platelets, babe? And platelets. And platelets. We're critically oh. short on platelets. Platelets, we are always short on those. They only have a shelf life of five days. And then wow. we have to get rid of them. I so give every two weeks. It's a critical need across the nation. We struggle with that every week. We monitor our platelet counts every week from donors. So if you want to do that, I'll definitely give you a tour if you come down and do that. But even if you don't, if you're just curious, stop by and visit us. We love having people to come and see us. Now, Rob, how can people get a hold of you or get a hold of the blood bank and set up? Because you don't necessarily just walk in there and say, hey, I'm here to donate, do you? You literally can do that. If you want to be a walk-in, you can. Our Market Street and our remote facilities up in Sabre Springs and other parts of the, the Southern California zone, you can literally walk through the door. We'll give you a questionnaire to make sure you're healthy. Obviously, we have to check you. And we'll, we'll take your donation, gratefully so. If you want to uh, make an appointment, you certainly can. Uh, SDBB, uh, San Diego Blood Bank .org. We're a nonprofit. Uh, just go on the web. We also have a Facebook page, and you can access us that way. Or um, um, my, my personal contact is Rob... R. Tressler at San Diego Blood Bank dot O-R-G. R-T-R-E-S-S-L-E-R at San Diego Blood Bank dot O-R-G. And I'd be happy to assist you with that. And like I said, I'll take you in the back. I'll let you look through microscopes at stem cells that we're doing research on. And I'll show you how the actual blood bank itself works. You know, and to drive this home, we have a fisherman in our community right now is in Grossmont Hospital. He's using a couple of units of blood a day yeah. because he is uh, just suffering under the um, uh, the tremendously detrimental effects of muscular dystrophy. Yeah. And he is rallying, but uh, uh, it it's it's an uphill battle. So if I want to come to the blood bank and donate uh, in behalf of a certain individual, can I do that too? Yes, you can. You certainly can. And we'll type and cross-match to make sure, and if not, we'll find a suitable match for this person. We routinely uh, uh, supply blood to children who have to come in every week for a transfusion or every two weeks for a transfusion for years because they have sickle cell anemia or other genetic defects in their blood making capacity and we've had young we, we have a one a young girl who's 13 now who's a spokesperson for us and she's been receiving transfusions since she was three years old every two weeks well and if she didn't have them she would die rob i know that you're always in need of blood 
but right now, if there was a particular type that you go, man, if you got it, I'd like to see you tomorrow, what would that be, do you think? The number one thing would be platelets, and it doesn't matter your blood type, but for blood type, we're critically low on type O blood right now. And type O blood is a universal donor blood, we call it. If you're a type O, we can donate, we can use your transfuse your blood into type A, type AB, and type B recipients. We don't have to cross-match it. So we're critically low on type O. Like right now, I checked this morning, and my stocks of A, AB, and B are up over about 10 days, literally. And that's a lot. I've got a 10-day I've got a 10-day warehouse right now. In 10 days from now, if I don't replenish it, I'm out of blood. Bro. But for type O, I'm running it about one and a half to three days, and I'm out. So we're we're constantly, constantly struggling to keep that kind of blood stock open. Okay. And myself, as being a person who gives, um, I do the platelets. It's a very comfortable, comfortable um, um, thing. It's not intimidating. They take care of you. They give you blankets. They feed you. And you get to, get to sit there in the chair when you're giving platelets and watch movies. It's very, very What's nice environment. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. What's the difference and between giving blood and giving platelets? Well, whole blood, we take everything. We'll drain a unit of blood from you. It's perfectly healthy and safe. Actually, research studies have suggested that if you're a regular blood donor, you have a better cardiovascular system. It's in better shape. You're younger, your cardiovascular system is younger and more fit than if you don't donate. And there's some reasons for that. Yeah, uh, Stanford, the Stanford Research Group has found some insights into that. It looks like when you regenerate and replace your blood with your new blood that you make, it may have factors in it that are good for you directly. The other part that I like for donating a unit of blood is it's 700 calories. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a Big Mac and an order of fries. Hey. You know? But platelets, the way we do platelets is, is we circulate your blood through this very uh, this snazzy machine. It's called an apheresis unit, and it selectively only removes the platelets and a little bit of your plasma and then puts your red blood cells and the remainder of your plasma and white blood cells back into you. And um, the reason platelets are important is they prevent bleeding. And a lot of patients that are on chemotherapy or that have had severe trauma, they don't need whole blood, but they need the platelets to stop the bleeding and to prevent them from dying. And cancer patients in particular use up a lot of platelets. All right. And, Rob, again, the best way to get a hold of uh, the blood bank to donate or even to come and visit you is what? www.sandiegobloodbank.org or rtressler at sandiegobloodbank.org. Yeah. Rob, thanks a lot for taking the time to explain this to us. And I know you guys, you think it's, uh, ladies, it's a fishing show, but this is important stuff, and it affects all of us. Hey, we're going to have to thank John Campbell because we really broke into his uh, segment, but we're going to take a break right now, and hopefully, if he's got patience to stay with us, John Campbell, director of the 2018 Yellowtail Derby and the IGFA representative for San Diego here. He's going to be with us to update us on what's happening. Stay tuned. There's still a lot more to come on Rod and Reel Radio.
Kamikatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Kamikatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Kamikatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Kamikatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I like rafting. I love whitewater. But I never forget that snowmelt in the river can cause cold water shock. I wear a life jacket always. Anyone with me has got to do the same. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, everybody. This is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Tony Gwynn. Nobody treats you better. Nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hi, it's Tony Gwynn Jr. For years, my dad said it so often. Nobody beats El Cajon Ford. And nobody treats you better. And that's so true. Now I am proud to join the El Cajon Ford team because with them, it's all about family. They treat you right. You're part of our family at El Cajon Ford. Thanks, Tony. We'll see you at Broadway in East Main and ElCajonFord.com. And we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio. Hey, uh, again, we're trying to get a hold of John Campbell, and we're having a hard time doing that. But, Lori, you did something over here while uh, uh, we were, you know, on break. And tell us what that was uh, regarding the International Yelltail Derby. Oh, yeah. Um, while we were uh, waiting before we went on air, I went ahead and signed up. Because right now, if you sign up, it's only $50. So I signed Rob and I up for this year, and that's a great deal because if you wait, it gets up to I think like seventy or seventy-five. I'm basically a donator to this because Lori always kicks my butt, but I'm happy to do so. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rob, not not to bring the competition back up to a feverish head, but you were complaining about tennis elbow, and you blame your tennis elbow on. Catching more fish than Lori this year. Uh, no, I caught more fish than you, and I don't have tennis elbow because I'm seasoned. My muscles are ready. Yeah, but that's okay, Ouch. Rob. There's a, there's a lot of different categories. There that's you right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the guppy category right now so far, but it's been fun. Now you know, guys. Uh, I know you guys have been out fishing a lot. There's been the premium fish out there with bluefin and. Uh, uh, yellowfin and the yellowtail. Now we're getting into the time of the year where there isn't really that type of fish going on out there on the three-quarter days or the half days, and I know you like fishing those. Uh, you still keep your fishing up uh, even during the uh, 
uh, the late fall and the winter months? Yeah, year-round. Year-round. We go year every weekend year-round. Um, if a boat's going to go, unless the weather's keeping them on the docks, we're on a boat for sure. Um, I love fishing for grumpies in the wintertime or bass in the wintertime. Or rock Nothing fishing. better than that. Okay, oh, yeah. That's an activity that's fun. And we also, uh, with Rob and I, um, we do we do do catch and release. Also, we were yeah. on um, the Mission Bell when we, when I got that big yellowtail, um, and we caught a lot of the uh, the bonita, very large bonita, and I released fifteen of them. Wow! And uh, this, you know, it was just it was a wild, wild time. They were just biting anything, so it was crazy. You probably could put a, put a, a licorice stick on a hook, and it probably would have bit it. Um, but it was really, really fun, and um, we donate a lot, too. We gave a lot of our um, catches to the, the La Mesa uh, Fire Department, and then Rob will take um, the fish in also for the, the nurses that, that take the blood and the people that work in the lab, and just a lot of friends and people that, you know, would not normally be able to get that fresh fish. Well, also, also my employees here at Angler's Arsenal and Western Plastics, they were the beneficiaries of your generosity, and Wendy... I know you can appreciate this because I think, what was it, last week when you were sorting out Merritt's catch, uh, uh, Lori came in and presented me with some of the nicest collars and bluefin bellies you'd ever want to speak. And, boy, I think that's just fantastic eating. Oh, it sure is. You know, there's nothing like our local bluefin and yellowtail. I mean, it's not such you know, in a freezer or RSW, and you take it home, and it's just amazing. The, and the, especially those bluefin, too. The fatty content on those things are awesome. Wonderful. But the yellowtail collars, if, you know, if you guys out there listening have no idea about yellowtail collars, if you go to a Japanese restaurant and order it, it's called Kama, K-A-M-A. And it'll cost you about 12 to $14 just for a half a side. Wow. <laughs> where when we catch them, we can save them, and we can cook them ourselves, and all you do is salt them and stick them in the broiler and, and make a ponsu sauce and dip it in there, and oh, my gosh, it's the best. You're killing me here, kiddo. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to tell you, that, you know, it's, it's so much fun talking about this because literally our, our best part of the, the tuna season is actually happening right now. When you Absolutely. get that that. 50 to 80 pound yellowfin is out there plus that that same 50 to 100 pound bluefin that's out there right now and it's still available to them and then you're talking about the in, uh, what's in short here with the bonita and <laughs> i have to laugh when you said you know you'd probably throw a stick of licorice at it well i've got a buddy of mine ray ochoa that we were out fishing on the, on one of the boats there and the, that big bonita was out there just running rampant. Somebody handed him a piece of string or a thing of string cheese. Then he oh, goes, wow. "Oh, thanks!" And he takes and peels up a chunk of it and throws it on the hook and throws it out there and sticks one of the bonita on, on a piece <laughs> of string cheese. So you know, they'll when they're going hard like that, they'll eat just about anything. Exactly. But, and you know, but, bonita are good to eat. Um, back in the day, before we had RSW and, and could really ch- bleed and chill them. You know, they got a bad rap because you'd put them into your gunny sack in a warm, sunny day, and they turned to fish toothpaste, if you will. But really, you know, if it's properly cared for, bonita's a good eating fish. I, I like to eat it, and uh, I think it's gotten a bum rap through the years. But now that most of the boats have converted to, you know, chilled uh, water and have a refrigeration system on them now, if the if it's, you know, bled out and, and put into 
put into the cold quickly, it's it's a very good very good eating fish. You know, we're we're year round though, and I think you know to 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 John's earlier point is um, a lot of the boats get shut down because the clients go and do other stuff or the you know and their time from the weather. But we get seventy degree days. All right, hey, you we've know, been able to we make contact guys with week. John Campbell uh, to, to talk about the 2018 Yellowtail Derby and the IGFA. John, welcome to the show. How you doing, guy? I'm doing great, John. How are you doing? Great, great. We've got uh, Laurie uh, Heath with us. We've got uh, Rob Tressler. you got Stan and Wendy, myself over here. We've been talking about fishing, but, you know, you wanted to come aboard because you've launched, as a matter of fact, Laurie, we happened to mention during one of the commercials, what did you do? I just signed up for the Yellowtail yeah. Derby today. Took advantage <laughs> of that. All right, Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, John, tell us about uh, the 2018 Derby that's uh, coming on up. You know, it seemed like last year we started talking about it in November, and the next thing you know, it's award ceremony time. So it's not too early to get going on this that's, thing. That's right. It, it sneaks up. And uh, that's what, you know, it's, a, it's a really a big production to put on. You know, it's a 37-day fishing tournament, but uh, th- this is going to be the 10th annual, John. Oh, my gosh. Tenth you know, y- you and I were there for the first. Can you believe that? 10th. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you, we scratched they're, they're, our heads and we go, is this thing going to have legs? Because you had this vision to bring an event that had been big time here. Uh, at the San Diego landings in the in the the fifties, the sixties, and 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 it kind of petered out. And you said, "Hey, we got to do this again." And you have this vision to do it, and you've made it happen. Well, thank you, John. Uh, I, I could see that uh, that you know that was a great event that they had. Uh, basically, that was only Yellowtail. So I I, uh, I I was worried that you know might be a slow year, slow year for yellowtail, so I added a few extra species, but uh, it's worked out really well, and uh, a lot of enthusiastic people, a lot of juniors, a lot of women involved, like Lori, so uh, it's uh, it's been very gratifying to see that, and um, so the next year, the uh, yellowtail derby is going to be April 28th through June 3rd, and uh, on uh, the 25th of, uh, of April, we're going to have a kickoff uh, at the Valley High, Great. with a, a, a guy that gets people really excited, Dave Hansen. Yeah, Captain Dave Hansen. So, uh, and and I, I heard him talking the other day at the San Diego Angler, saying that there's a huge amount of yellowfin and bluefin hanging out out there near San Clemente, and he showed us he showed us the colors on, on the charts and stuff. So it sounds like. We've got a bunch of fish that are hanging out around. It's going to still be another great year. Well, you know, you know, and you've expanded this over the years. Not only is it a dedicated to yellowtail, but you've opened up categories for white sea bass, tuna, and halibut, and those are always fun to compete in. Yes, and and we also added uh, tuna a couple of years ago. Right with, uh, with the. Tobo U.S. Uh, get, got involved. Tobo U.S. San Diego. So uh, it, it 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 broadens it out. So there's more winners. Then we have different categories. You know, uh, male, uh, adult male, junior male, 
um, females, um, uh, and different different ways to catch the fish. You know, on open party boats, on private boats, in kayaks. Uh, you know, even I think I'll do offshore this year because a guy caught a yellowtail offshore at Torrey Pines. Oh, that was neat. Well, I remember uh, uh, the year that Rick Maxa won it. They were on their way back, and they saw some puddling fish uh, just uh, right in front of Mission Beach, and he had a, a jig on, and he uh, he threw it on those fish, and lo and behold, he had the big fish for the event, and it was a huge That's fish. That's right, and, and the reason he, he was inside is because it was a stormy day. They could not get outside <laughs> of the kelp. So they were going to fish for, they were going to fish for white sea bass and halibut inside the kelp, and they saw, they saw some activity in the water, you know, some, some the bait uh, jumping around and stuff, and they threw, a, he threw an iron in there, and caught a forty-four pound yellowtail. Wow! So, All right. Well, now the uh, but, you know the neat thing also is the tenth. So we're going we're going to have a gathering of our our, our nine. Miss Yellowtail Derbies, our nine uh, winners. I'm going to have them uh, invite them all to the uh, to the uh, uh, inaugural uh, kickoff party. Nice. So uh, it, it's it's going to be a lot of more fun and more festive. Well, I don't know how it can get to to be that, and uh, and especially afterwards, even if you're not a winner or you haven't brought in a fish that uh, you, you get some of the goodies for. If you come to the award ceremony, you you put together packages for everyone that that are that's killer packages. It's it's worth the entry fee just to enter into the thing and then come to the award ceremony, which I normally do because I can't catch a fish to qualify for that thing. But you know, you've got all kinds of great gifts afterwards. That's right. Uh, actually, if nobody catches a fish and they come to the awards, they get a ticket because. The only way to get a ticket is to enter, or you can't buy them. But you're probably going to win your the cost of your uh, uh, entry in a, in a raffle. Right. Every raffle ticket gets a prize. All right. So this is an event coming on up. It's going to be running April 28th through June 3rd. The kickoff is going to be at the Bally High Restaurant, and then you'll have the award ceremony. Even though it ends on June 3rd. Uh, you don't have the award ceremony that night. I believe the award ceremony will be what, like June fifth, June fourth, June fourth, Monday, 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 June fourth. Great. Hey, and John, um, if you need any help, let me know. You have my contact information. I'd be glad to help you out. Thank you, Lori. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Now, John, also, uh, if people want to sign up, like Lori did online, or or whatever it is, how's the best way to go about? entering this year's event because you've got an early entry uh, uh, option right now that people should be taking advantage of. Yes. Uh, early, uh, early, you can go online at uh, yellowtailderby.com and sign up on the, uh, on the website there. And the early entry fee is $50 instead of 80. And the juniors is, is $30 instead of 40. How so long mother, did that last father, for, John? Mother and son. Father and son, mother and son, whatever, mother and daughter uh, can sign can sign up uh, as well. So it's a, it's a little incentive to get involved early and uh, stay involved. So that, that's a, it's it's a lot of fun. Stan How had a question now, John. For? When does early uh, quit? 
It's a, uh, that goes through December 31st. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that's a fun thing. Now, you know, so it's, it's a great event, yellowtail, white sea bass, halibut, tuna. So you can eat, if you can't get out and fish offshore, you can even go in the bay, take your smaller boat out and try and pop a nice halibut out there, and the that, prizes right. are great. All right. That's absolutely well, right. Uh, halibut, if it's, if it's rough outside, you can, you can fish for halibut and white sea bass inside. You know, the weather's been kind of good, but it does get rough every once in a while. All, All right. right. What are the parameters, though? From where to where can the guys fish? They can fish. The point, you've got to figure Point Loma, the end of Point Loma. You can fish 50 miles south of Point Loma, 50 miles west, and, that, and draw that line north. And that, that it's it basically 50 miles west of Point Loma, and you go out to that point and just draw a line up there up north of that, and the Orange County line. Oh, that's a lot of water. <laughs> that's a lot of, lot of water and uh, a lot of white sea bass and a lot of yellowtail, and there's tuna out there holding. All right. Hey, John, can we get you on uh, uh, later on to talk uh, about the IGFA, because I know you're an IGFA oh, representative, yes, yes, yes. but we used up uh, all of our time for the segment, but I know that you are one of the San Diego representatives for the IGFA, and we need to know what they're doing, too. Yes, I, the IGFA, this is a really, really wonderful thing that Mike Ferrier, trustee for the IGFA uh, West Coast, who's, who's done a lot of wonderful things for the IGFA, he has been working for 10 years to have a meeting out here uh, for IGFA members and IG, IGFA clubs, really going to be featuring the IGFA clubs in the celebration of California angling. And it's going to be Thursday, November 9th at the Marina Park in North, North, uh, excuse me, Newport Beach. And uh, it's going to be from 530 to 8, 930. It's sold out right now. And so next year we're going to have a little larger venue. I think we've got 175 seats in this place, but uh, we, it's really sold out like a month and a half early uh, or more. So, uh, uh, but it's, it's, it's going to be really a neat deal. We have a new president of the IGFA, and almost all of the people that work in the offices back there, all the heads of the different divisions, uh, are going to be out here, will be introduced. So it's, it's really also they're highlighting fishing clubs, the fishing clubs of California. All right, so, John. Hey, listen. We're going to check with you from time to time on the Yellowtail Derby and everything else like that, but we need to let people know they can sign up now, get a uh, uh, a big discount on the regular entry fee, which is going to be uh, $80. And, John, right. l- let's check in from you to time to time to find out what's happening, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, and uh, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Yeah, Good to talk to you, too, John. Hey, we've right. got well, a little I'm bit mahalo. mahalo too. We've got a little bit behind, but coming up next, Captain James Nelson, the fish icon. He's standing by to be with us. Stay tuned. There's still more to come after these messages.
Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth, moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program, it is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives, and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. We have Rob Tressler and Lori Heath in the studios with us here, and it's now time for the Southern California Inshore Report with a fish icon himself, Captain James Nelson. Captain James, good evening to you, sir. Good evening to you guys. How's your night? Okay, get next to the phone now. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, these gingers, I don't know what I can say, man. <laughs> hey. John, I'm rocking out. What do you think? Yeah, I guess he is. You know, James, I, you know, we've been talking about all the different species of fish that are available off our Southern California waters. We, we've got Lori Heath here. We've got Rob Tressler, and uh, obviously with Stan and Wendy. But I tell you, when it comes to variety, you are the variety master because you take your clients on out, and right now it seems like there's such a great variety of fish out there that uh, it's hard to choose what to, what to go out after. John, I'm telling you, you know my favorite, though. I really like Bonita. <laughs> All right. You know, you give the guy a guitar and look what he does with it. I know. <laughs> you know, hey, Stan, you know what? This guitar could be yours. Yeah, well, you know, and maybe I could use another guitar. I know. Maybe. Hey, uh, for those of you who have just joined in or didn't know it, <laughs> Captain James Nelson, 
besides being a, a borderline psychotic fishing guide, and we all know that if, if you fish as much as Jane does, he is also the owner and the creator of Dude Electric Dude. Guitars, and he has been kind enough. We run Real Radio, Stan, Wendy, and I have commissioned him to come up with a special guitar for the upcoming Wounded Warriors event next Sunday at Lake El Capitan. And, Captain James, it sounds like you're strumming your stuff right now. I'm working on it. It's got, it's got a, a few adjustments to dial in, get it all playing like a musical instrument. But, yeah, it's come together quite well, and it's it's been a lot of fun uh, getting it all going. Uh, yesterday I cut up the pick guard for it, and... Uh, you know that's all the simply holds all the electronics on this this particular model. So that was that was everything. Once I got all that dialed in, and you know I already had the body and the neck ready to go uh, for a build that I thought I was going to do. So this was great. You guys came up with this, and I said, well, here's what I got. And, and I mentioned to John, you know, we could do a couple different uh, accessory type things to it. So we've gone with pearly white on white, and gosh, it's beautiful. Just you know, it's perfect for it's like a, a winter wonderland right here. You know, you know what, what, I might, what I might have you to do, if you're not commissioned uh, uh, next Sunday, is to come on up there with an amplifier and you come along and uh, play that thing before the raffle. I, I think uh, uh, we'll be able to sell a few more tickets uh, to help the Wounded Warriors out. That would be fun. Well, I, oh, maybe you mean you want somebody who can play guitar to play it, then maybe that will help. So. <laughs> well, you know, that wouldn't hurt, but I heard you have a knowledge. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I hope that it helps out. It may, maybe just to get it out of my hands, people yeah. buy tickets. Just to... <laughs> yeah, unless because if you ask me to do it, all we're going to be doing is listening to the first uh, ten chords for "Smoke on the Water," and then that's going to be it. <laughs> hey, we are cutting up here a little bit, Captain James. We're do, we did exactly what we did last week. We used up all the time to talk about something else besides fishing, but. The fishing's great out there, and I know you've been you know, Yeah, yeah well, exactly. And I'd, I'd hate to sound like our weathermen who say, you know, night, morning, low clouds, let's go to sports. But really, everything's biting. Get out there and go. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so the, bay is, the bay is good. The local kelp is good. I don't know anything about offshore, but I sure read a lot of good stuff. So all I could say is, you know, if, if it floats, get on it and go fishing. Well, Captain Jim, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, find out what your schedule is, or find out more about the different models of dude guitars that you can manufacture for somebody, especially with the holidays coming on up, how's the best way to do it? Well, you can always reach me at the website, thefishicon.com, and believe it or not, if you put in a search at that uh, D O O D. It will pop up a couple guitar models I have on there, but uh, more more or less. I mean, seriously, as far as fishing, uh, whether you go with me or anybody else, get out there and go. Thefishicon.com is the place to look at what's happening, and also give me a call six one nine three nine five zero seven nine nine. All right, hey Captain James, thanks a lot. We'll be in contact, and uh, we'll get you on where we can talk a little bit more about fishing in the coming weeks, okay? Thanks a lot, guys. Sounds great, you guys. Have a great week. All right, Stan and Wendy, thanks a lot for being on tonight. Great show. Well, you know, kind of fun, but if you 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 want to go, go long or go short, but the big fish are going strong. All right, and Rob and, and Lori, thanks a lot. 
I know you're scheduled to go out this week. You're not going to let any moss grow on your on your north side. That's for sure. Absolutely. We're definitely going. And Rob, thanks a lot for and giving us that information on the blood bank. Important, especially with the holidays, because we need the need is critical. So, on behalf of everyone here at Rod and Real Radio, Jorge Ben Harvey, always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, Eddie McEwen, and one of our special friends too that just passed away past couple of months, Mr. Paul Leader. Thanks a lot, everyone. Go out and get on the water. They're getting away. Someone else is catching your fish. We'll see you next Sunday night live. Good night, everyone.